0: Welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast, everybody, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. Back at yes, yeah, Sorry, uh, a little bit late. Didn't really get a podcast out last week. I'll get to that in a second, but I like to start off with a little gratitude. I want to thank all of the listeners, all the people who subscribe to the YouTube channel. You guys are amazing. Everyone who's all the Patreon supporters out there. I actually just posted a couple things to the Patreon I did my Monday thoughts, which is a new thing I'm going to do. I might just start doing Tuesday thoughts, Wednesday thoughts. Just start posting some blog style things. Also, um, I posted a uh, brand new, not brand new, new to YouTube. For the first time, my debut album is now available in video form on YouTube. You can watch the whole hour, about 55 minutes. It originally came out in 2015. It is called Pay Attention. Now, I've had clips off of pay attention on my youtube channel but never the full hour and a while back someone asked if where can i see this full hour and i was like you know what i don't have it and i didn't think i did but good news i was able to track it down and i uploaded it just a few days ago so the full hour is now available on youtube getting some nice comments from everyone on that and the early going so thank you there and yeah i now have crossed the 200 video threshold, I guess. I don't know. What I'm saying threshold like that's a big accomplishment. Maybe it is. Who knows? So there are now over 200 videos on my YouTube channel, everyone. That's youtube.com slash Joe Kilgallen. And um, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, you get a ton of stuff there. There's some old podcasts, some some video clips that are just not anywhere else, some podcasts that are not anywhere else, exclusive to the Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen as well. Let me double check. Is that Joe Kilgallen as well on that? I'm such a pro, right? Always a pro. Yes, Joe Kilgown there. All right, perfect. So again, big shout out to all the listeners. You guys are amazing. Now, I'm going to keep this one tight. I don't have a guest for tonight. I had to get this episode out. You're listening to this on Tuesday morning. This is Monday evening. We are coming up on American Thanksgiving. and I do have to say American Thanksgiving because I have listeners from around the world, as you all know. And uh, I don't know. I don't. Every I don't. Canada has their own Thanksgiving at a different time, like what in September or something. I don't know. I don't. I got to get better with world history. I'll admit I'm I'm real American about shit like that. Yeah, I just called Americans bad at history. I'll own that. I'll own that. We don't. We aren't very good at history. We could be a lot better. Not a big deal. Doesn't mean I'm not knocking Americans. Although in some regards, I give us a lot of shit. I say us because I'm part of that. We could all be better, right? But anyway, I wanted to pop on here with you guys. Because, uh, yeah, last week sucked. I had a bunch of shit go on. Someone close to me might have COVID that dreaded COVID. So I want you guys to think positively there. I am fine. So you don't have to worry about me in particular. So, uh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I had one guest and then when we had rescheduled and then everything just got backed up. So we're going to have some fun. I'm going to talk to you guys for about 25, 30 minutes and we're going to have some fun. Do you guys have a fun weekend? I hope you did. My weekend, I try to pull off a badass dad move. Now, my three-year-old son loves Home Alone. He's a big fan of Home Alone. He uh, likes Home Alone 1 and 2, even likes Home Alone 3, which is a different family. I don't know if you guys know this, but the first two Home Alone is very famous because you have Macaulay Culkin, young Kevin McAllister, you have Joe Pesci, legendary actor, along with Daniel Stern as the bad guys, the Wet Bandits. That was what they were called. Now, Daniel Stern, I found out, was 33 years old in Home Alone 1, 35 years old in Home Alone 2. He looks like he's in his early 40s. So it really makes you think, like, you know, people just did not take care of themselves the same way they do now. I've been thinking about that a lot with age. Have you guys notice that I feel like people are aging as a whole a lot better. We've all discovered skin care. We've all discovered mental health stuff. I think overall people are starting to smoke less cigarettes. People are around it a lot less. Do you remember going to bars before like 2008? Now, I don't know where it's like where you guys are, but in Chicago in 2008, that's when they made it where it's no more smoking in bars. Before then, every bar was just a haze of cigarette smoke and your clothes always reeked. And now it's one of those things where, you know, if you smell like smoke, it's, it's, it's disgusting. People look at you like you're some kind of freak. What are you, what are you, some kind of animal? Get that, get out, know, you smell like shit. Get the fuck away from us. That's what people really think when you encounter those stinky people. So, you know, it's, it's probably for the best. I think it's for maybe having some ramifications on aging. You don't see 27 year olds looking like they've worked in a steel mill for a couple decades, which I think is a good thing. Anyway, back to the Home Alone movies. And there is a Home Alone 3. Fun fact about Home Alone 3 is that the sister. And the siblings don't play a big factor in Home Alone 3. They don't really play. Well, Buzz is a big factor in the first two. But uh, the sister of the main of the kid in Home Alone 3 is Scarlett Johansson, who recently married Colin Jost, who I have met on a couple occasions through my buddy Steve Byrne. They're good friends. Played whirly ball with Colin Jost. Seemed like a nice enough guy. And, uh, yeah, we partied. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. We'll get, we'll get a little inside information for you. We ended up partying at Dave Bolin's house that night. Dave Boland won a couple Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Am I dropping names now? Yeah, I'm going to trip over these names I'm dropping. I don't care. But good dude. That guy married Scarlett Johansson. Good for that motherfucker, right? He's got great hair. I mean, he's a funny guy and very successful. He's the head writer of Saturday Night Live. But I'm, I'm sure Scojo was like, that. That's some, that's some good hair right there. SNL, eh, not a big deal. That hair is what I'm drawn to. I'm going to talk about SNL in a little bit too. I've got some thoughts. Some thoughts roaming around my head over the weekend about SNL. But let's, let's focus on the Home Alones. So those of you listening across the country, you might not be aware, but the house, the Home Alone house, I'm talking about the one from the first two, that beautiful home is only about 20 to 25 minutes outside of Chicago. Real quick. So I decide, hey, we got nothing going on. It's a Saturday afternoon. Let's get the kids in the car, go for a little ride. Everything's shut down right now. Not that I would expose my kids to anything too crazy with COVID going on. You know, the pandemic, it's, we're in the second wave right now. The second wave is going on and it's, it's fucking up our shit. But I thought, Hey, let's try to have some fun regardless. Get in the car. Well, first, right when we're deciding, let's go, by the way, if you don't have kids, you don't know if you're deciding, let's go. You're not leaving the house for another 40 minutes after you make that decision. It's nearly impossible. Mainly because getting their shoes on, getting their coats on now that it's getting colder out, it's fucking torturous. It really is. There's some shit where it's like, I would wish this on my worst enemy. Because they should experience what that's like. It's very difficult. I've never been to war, but I think I can handle it mentally because I've gone through this. It's not an exaggeration. It is hard. Especially if you got two boys that are very mischievous, like my two boys are. My lads are... I'll be like, hey, buddy, come on. I got to put your your jacket on. They give me a look like, <laughs> fuck you, dad. And then they go running away. And I'm like, you guys want to go though, right? They're like, yeah, yeah, we want to go. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's get your shoes on. Mm, let's run around for another 20 minutes. They don't grasp time. Kids are terrible with that. They just don't get time. You'll be like, we're running out of time. They're, they're like, no, we're not. There's all the time. And it's like, yeah, well, literally for you, there is. Because you're fucking one and you're three. But in terms of getting shit done right now, there's not that much time. So let's move. They don't understand. Anyway, I get them all dressed up. Guess what? Dog starts puking. My poor Holly puppy starts throwing up and it's like, son of a bitch. And she did this thing where she threw up on one rug in the house and I'm like, all right, come on, let's get, get away from the rug. Let's go. And I'm trying to keep my one, one year old from stepping in it. She then goes to the front of the house and throws up on that rug. And I see her getting ready. Cause dogs warn you. They, they do like, they kind of do one of those things. And it's like, you son of a bitch. And she started to throw up on it. And I felt bad because she was sick. But in the same regard, I'm like, are you, are you really going to fuck up two rugs in the process? You know, you you, you can't get hardwood floor. 90% of the first floor of my house is hardwood floor. Maybe not 90%. At least 75% is fucking hardwood. Where does she throw up? On the goddamn rugs. It's unbelievable. Anyhow, I love her. She might have a torn ACL. I got to save that for another time because it's just going to be too much bitching on one podcast. And I don't want you to think that the Joe Kilgallen podcast is where people bitch. I don't want you believing in that. All right. So get the kids in the car. Great. On the way there. Again, it's not that far of a drive, maybe half an hour with some traffic. The one-year-old's like pissed. He's like fucking mad. And I'm like, you know what this is? He's one, one and a half in most of his life, not most, but the last seven months, so fucking that's a good portion of his life, has been lockdown quarantine, a global pandemic going on. So it's not like we've been going on vacations, we haven't been going on long drives with him. There's nowhere to go. And this was the longest car ride he's ever been in. So I feel like he was like, This fucking sucks. I he didn't mind it on the highway, but once we got off the highway and you get stop signs and red lights and like just You know, I didn't know where I was going. I don't know the suburbs of Chicago that well. So I'm sure I probably wasn't driving that smooth. I'm looking around too, because it's a really rich, rich area that this home alone house is in. A lot of money, multi, multi-million dollar homes. So you're like, you know, you drive by those, you go, damn, look at that one. That's just what people do. He's one. He doesn't get that. So I'm kind of like, dude, let's, let's not cry so much. And I'm like, oh, you don't feel good now. I feel like an asshole. We pull up to the house. They're all they're excited. He was my three year old was like, "Oh my god, Home Alone house, that's awesome." Kevin, you know, I'm like, yeah, dude. Uncle Frank sucks, right? We're, we're having fun, and they changed the house now. The Home Alone house looks if you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's Home Alone house." But there's little differences. They have a fence in the front. It's not like big. It's like a raw iron fence. You can see through it, but it's a fence enough to be like, "Ah, eh, stay off our fucking lawn." Okay. This movie was 30 years ago. Now we bought the house. They actually bought it like seven, eight years ago. But again, though, think about this. You're buying a house. It was about two million bucks, too, I believe, or one and a half million. You're buying this house. You know it's the fucking Home Alone house. You know this. Who in their right mind was buying this house? Did the realtor not tell you, oh, by the way, super famous movie, iconic Christmas movie, Home Alone 1 and 2 were shot in this home? They're going to mention. I'm sure that was part of the selling process points. If you're a real estate agent you're going to be like fucking home alone house, you're going to mention that. So you buy that house and then you're going to get pissed off that people are pulling up to take pictures in front of it. I can understand being like, "Hey, don't don't get up to the window," okay? Cuz I'm sure that was happening where people are going up to the window and be like, "Hey, does it look the same? Oh, look, so there's the staircase. He, he took the sled down the staircase." So I understand that degree of some privacy, but the idea of being like annoyed that people were taking pictures in front of it feels weird. And I know, cause I took a picture in front of the breaking bad house, which is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. When my wife and I were moving to Los Angeles about seven years ago, we were driving through Albuquerque and I'm like, let's get lunch and let's find the breaking bad house. And I took a picture in front of it, but I felt weird. I remember being like, snap the picture, snap the picture. You know, you don't want to linger. It just, it feels uncool, but I'm with my kids. Neither, nobody wanted to get out of the car. My wife's very cool. She's like, I see, we can take pictures from here. We don't have to get, it. she felt weird. I get it. And then my son didn't want to. And that made me go, really, dude? I don't call him dude, but in my brain, I'm like, really? Because you love this movie. My three-year-old loves Home Alone. So I was like, what's going on? Long story short, he starts throwing up. So I have a dog puking. I got the one-year-old all fussy and upset. Then the three-year-old starts throwing up. Turns out it was just car sickness. Thank God. But it was like, oh, man, this, this is being apparent in a nutshell, I realized. And it made me have so much appreciation for like when my dad would try to do something cool with my parents. So it's like, you know what? Sometimes as a parent, you could try your best to do all the best things to bring joy to your children. And then you just have to accept the fact that some things are beyond your control. You know, I just had a moment where I just kind of laughed at myself because I was like, you know, I was really trying to do a great thing, a nice little afternoon trip, get some lunch on the way back. And then instead, everyone got sick. I wanted to drive by the church with the Home Alone, you know, where uh, he runs through by that one church that's nearby, I think. I wanted to kind of, like, check it out because it's a cool area. But then I did some digging about Home Alone. They These movie sets are amazing. They didn't, like, the back basement staircase wasn't original to the home. They dug that in, the, the crew of the movie, and made a staircase. But guess what? It went to nothing. They didn't make it an actual entrance to their basement. They just made it appear that way. So, and then when they were done with the movie, filled up the hole and resotted the grass. So no one knew the difference, you know, and they did build that treehouse. But the original owners, the people who did own it while the movie was being filmed, they decided to take the treehouse down because they're like, this thing's a liability because they thought people would definitely try to climb up into it and and all that kind of stuff. It was, it was a pretty interesting article I read about the original owners. They loved it. They embraced it. They said if we could do it all over again, we would be the home alone house again, even though they did have some weird stuff happen. They said someone like went to a, a grocery store and made a cake that said, like, you know, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, and then smashed it on our front door. And they were like, That sucked because like we had frosting in every crevice of your door for a, a while. It took a, you know, in the screen, even and stuff. I don't know. So yeah, some people are, are fucking weird. I guess that's the problem with having a a famous house. I still can't get my head past the fact that like someone buys the home alone house. And then they're just like, we just want our privacy. Yeah. That's another thing. In the article I read, the new owners couldn't be reached for comment. They didn't want to be bothered. It's like, fuck, like you could have bought any other house. It's not like this is some slum of a home where the people who bought it were like, we just, this was all we could afford. And we wanted to be near this place. And it was in the right location. No, you could afford, you could afford any other house. I'm saying if you buy the Home Alone house, you need to be fucking cool. Be cool. I started gambling again, everyone, because I found out I had $95 in my FanDuel account from two years ago. And I decided to have some fun because I, a, a bunch of my friends, they do all these parlays that you you risk like 10 bucks, but you could win a few thousand. And um, if you guys are sports gamblers listening, but I felt real good about the bet. I, I won last night. Not much, but I won like an extra 20 bucks on one bet. And then I did a parlay that didn't hit. And then, you know, I'm easing my foot, I'm easing back into this. Because I haven't watched a lot of football this year because I didn't play fantasy. I retired a back-to-back champion. So that's, I've always wanted to go out on top like that. And uh, I decided to do one parlay where if it would have hit, I would have won like 3,000 bucks or a little over 3,000. And I was looking great. I was looking great. And now it's just Tom Brady is throwing interceptions all day long. And it's just looks terrible. I need I need so many yards out of him and the running back. And it's just not gonna happen right now. So hmm. oh, let's pray for a miracle, everyone. Okay. I'll talk about that. All right. This COVID second wave shit. Oh man, we knew there'd be a second wave. Everyone talked about a second wave way back when. What gets me, everyone listening, and look, if you're listening and you're on the other side of this fence, I'm just gonna call you. I'm just look, I love you. Thanks for listening, but you're a fucking idiot. Okay. At this point, how do you still? How are you still so up your own ass to believe that everything is bullshit or it's a scam or it's not real or any of that stuff? Now, you can be on the side of I don't think we should have shut down stuff, which is totally stupid and wrong. I think your problem and that's the problem with so many things. I really do believe it's a product of technology and the Internet and just having it's like we have so much access to information that everyone just still boils things down to two choices. Now, listeners around the world, I hope you, I, I imagine that's more of an American thing because we, our elections are like this. It's this or that, this or that. And that always bothers me. And I'm a big sports fan. A lot of times people will be like, shouldn't have traded that guy because that guy ends up doing well later in some, with some other team. It's like, well, no, that guy was bad for us and contract wise. Trading him was the right move, not replacing him was the mistake. See, it's not the get rid of him or keep him, it's get rid of him and get him somewhere. You know, there's always more than the two choices. I look at it this way with everything being shut down in Chicago and being shut down in New York and Los Angeles, California as a whole, so many States now across the board are doing a lot of shutdowns is it's the fact that the fucking government, whether it be local, state, or federal, especially federal, when you think about it has failed our citizens. We got a $1,200 relief check 1200 fucking bucks back in what April, I want to say. And it's now late November. Haven't gotten anything else since. And unless when I count the people who are on unemployment, they got that additional 600 bucks. But that ran out way back in mid July. And the Senate just went on vacation. That is fucking insane how little our elected officials work. Trump isn't doing shit. His his team is finally admitting that they lost. Look, they, you fucking lost, okay? I didn't vote for him in 2016, but I accepted the fucking result. You lost. Move on, dude. Go fucking write your book. Go on all the talk shows you want to go on anyway. That's the shit you love the most about the job was the attention. Go do that. Get the fuck out of the way if you're not going to help right now, though. And I definitely think this is my prediction for December. Maybe just before Christmas or just after Christmas probably just after Christmas is my guess is that he's going to resign because he'll probably want to spend one more Christmas in the white house. I get that. I'd do that too. He's going to, I think he's going to resign because there's just no way you see him, you know, in early January, the way Obama showed Trump around the white house, which is like a famous rite of passage in America's transfer of power with our elections. You know, it's just, that's the thing we've always done incredibly well. And I am, I am proud to be an American when it comes to that transfer of power from one party to the next Is that uh, I just don't see him doing that, you know? There's photos of Obama and Trump talking in the Oval Office before Trump, like a week or two before Trump is going to be inaugurated. I don't see Trump doing that for Biden. No way in hell. He'll resign. Pence will become President number forty-six, and then Biden will be forty-seven. Which is funny because so many people who are Biden fans got T-shirts that said Biden forty-six or whatever. So I'm going to reprint those, you know. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 insane to me that nobody's doing a better job helping. There's a touchdown from Tampa, actually. See, you gotta talk shit on a podcast and then you can see a big score in the background. Still not gonna be enough for me to win my big ass bet. Anyway, you only lose 10 bucks though. That's fun. I encourage everyone to do this kind of gambling. <laughs> high risk or low risk, high reward. Why not? Yeah, the second wave's happening. My wife's a nurse. Uh the hospitals are getting slammed. I just, and that's another thing that so many people are like, it's just a flu or it's just this, or they're just like, Oh, what about mental health? All the people right now who are saying, what about mental health? You guys could give a fuck about mental health until this, just admit that you don't like that your way of life is being upended, which is fine. I could respect that. N- nobody's happy about what's going on. I don't want to see people losing businesses. There are comedy clubs that I love and performed at that aren't going to survive this. That sucks. For the people who own and work there, and I'm one of the people who work there, so selfishly, yes, sure. But it's it's just a lot of selfishness. Um, Again, I think the anger needs to be toward the government. This thing is real. Over 250,000 people in America have died from it. It'd be way more if we did nothing, like some of you think we should have just done nothing and let life continue as always, when way worse. That's the thing that people aren't realizing either. I've seen some people be like, hey, do people not get regular sick anymore or is everything just COVID? And that's how they fucking sound as they're typing it on their dumb Facebook accounts. Or is everything just COVID? What happened to just the regular sniffles? Does nobody get that anymore? Well, first of all, if you're doing everything you can to not get this virus that doesn't have a vaccine yet, but good news, I really believe that's awesome news that Pfizer and a few other companies are are having positive results early going. That's great. But if you're doing everything you can to avoid covid because you don't want to kill your fucking grandma or anyone else and and again it's not just old people although they're getting the bulk of it there's been people in their 40s 30s and 20s who have died of this shit sometimes you have an ailment you don't know about or you don't know how things are going to affect different people or whatnot so again but your anger or if you're avoiding trying to get covid you're probably not going to get the cold as well you're wearing mask and doing all that like that's another thing i don't fucking get I don't know if these people were if it was a parody, but I saw shit on on uh, what was it on TikTok of people saying like, uh, uh school shootings are down. How come Trump doesn't get credit for that?" And I'm like, you, "This has to be people joking, but you can never tell these days. There's a lot of bad actors out there." It's like, well, yeah, school shootings are down. A lot of schools are shut down. This is just percentages that people aren't understanding. You know, um, the, I don't know. There's, I just think there's a lot of information that people aren't digging into a lot of bullshit um you know hospitals get paid per covid death no they fucking don't hospitals do get paid to treat patients so they have an incentive to keep them alive when you think about it and isn't that what you would want and it is funny to me the people who don't want universal health care and don't want all these things that could be bettering everything like you care about mental health all of a sudden but you're 100% against any kind of government aid for mental health that's also, I've seen no evidence that shows suicides are up 200%. I keep hearing that. That's the thing that people like to share. Okay, well, yeah, COVID, what about COVID? But what about all these other deaths? What about suicide being outrageously high? Show me the fucking numbers. If you show me, if someone sends me an actual article going, here, Joe, here's proof that suicide is up 200%, like I've been seeing, then I'll, I'll own my words. I'll eat my words. I'll be like, yeah, I was way the fuck off on that one. I'll admit it. But right now, I'm I'm not seeing that. I don't know. I just feel like there's... I don't find it to be very genuine. Sorry if I'm not being funny right now, but, like, this stuff sucks, dude. It sucks ass. And my back is killing me because the way I was sitting. Hold on a sec. Ugh! God, motherfucker, man. What is with backs being so dumb? Have you guys ever just had one of the... Like, a gay back? I don't know why I said that. I've been watching fucking Always studying Philadelphia recently and anyway i blogged about it on my uh patreon so check it out there i'll get into it anyway there's there's some jokes now that they did back then that would not fly today but it's like you know they're kidding that's a thing dude fucking it's exhausting some shit is just exhausting on twitter it is nobody there's just no empathy really i saw this video that's been going viral this dude who looked fairly familiar actually he was doing as actors now you do a lot of um like zoom auditions you know so you're doing it through like zoom or skype or whatever and he's setting stuff up and he the director thought he was muted but the director wasn't muted and the director kind of trashes the guy's apartment which is weird because it didn't look like a bad apartment and um yeah so fucking um the kid was like oh hey hire me so my apartment won't suck anymore which i thought the dude played it off awesome i give him a lot of credit and he had some fun with it But the comments were, and the directors, they don't talk shit about someone's apartment. That's a dipshit move. I'm not sticking up for the director. But then I see so many people trash the director for making fun of the dude's apartment that I start to think to myself, maybe the director's had a long fucking day and a bad week. And, you know, sometimes when you're just in a mood, you fucking run your mouth. And the person next to him is just like, oh, God, fucking love it. He's like, oh, look at this dipshit's apartment. Like, you're just in a, you know. Doesn't mean the dude's a fucking bad guy. Maybe he just had a bad moment. That's where I want to see people know the difference. Were you, are you a bad person or did you have a bad moment? That happens. You know, normally I wipe my ass like a goddamn pro, but every now and then I have a bad moment. Where I'm like, you know what? I got real fucking wild in the damn. I got real lazy on that one. Got wild in the strike zone. And and now I I got like, I got some, I got a little poop on my thumb as I went through and it's a whole mess. And now I think I should just take a full shower. I think I should just give up on salvaging this wipe. You ever have that? You ever listen to a podcast where a guy goes from making a serious point about overall societal empathy and then goes right into a shit joke. Nah, that's just this podcast. That's why I guess the best for listening, you know? All right. Uh, what else did I want to do? I, any other suggestions you guys, I want you guys to hit me up be a little more interactive if you could. Um for anything you want coming up. The last episode with Gareth Reynolds I thought was a lot of fun, it was the post election one. The one with Robert Jr was good. So, um you know, around the election there was some did to talk about politics. I again, just to be clear, not that I'm afraid to talk about politics. I've not shied away, not shied away from giving my opinion about anything. I just think you guys get that everywhere. So I think I'm going to get back into more of the silly shit, having some fun with the silly shit. You know, the fuck, Mary kills are fun. Um, some drinking stories, just some good stuff like that. Um, but yeah, dude, Thanksgiving's coming up. And that's one of my favorite holidays. For those of you um, who aren't Thanksgiving fans, I'm sorry, your family sucks. <laughs> my family's awesome. I don't know why these people grow, have such, I mean, yeah, like people have bad families. I understand that. Um, but it, it is, it is sad to me that so many people dread a holiday like Thanksgiving because it's so easy. You just eat a lot of food and you watch sports and talk, but apparently everyone's got some uncle they can't stand or an aunt that's just a complete bitch. Um, yeah, I don't know. I miss insulting people in a fun way. You ever have that river hang out with a friend and you're like, you fucking bitch. You like, but like your friends. And sometimes you, you do when it's a little serious, like you get pissed off, you know, I was having a flashback because I was, I got on my Nintendo mini, all these, like a thousand games uploaded onto it. I was playing like some games I haven't played in forever. Also dudes, everyone, I found this on eBay. I got to order it before they run out. Someone made golden eye, but with Mario characters. So it's like Mario slash golden eye. So you could be like blow up some people with proximity mines which I think is amazing. Look for it on eBay. That's a tip I'm giving everyone. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa on that one. But don't you miss that? Don't you miss hanging out with someone playing a video game and being like, you fucking loser. But then you get a little heated because they did something stupid and you're like, dude, I'm not... Hey, listen. If you're going to be a piece of shit about it, go fuck yourself. You ever have that? And then you're kind of going, but then like you're with a group of like six people. I haven't hung out with like a group of like six people. and I've been handling the quarantining and the staying indoors and not going, to, you know, I've been to one bar in the last seven months. I popped into my friends, my friend Galway Bay. What's up? I went in there for like a drink or two. Everyone was socially distanced. So it was safe. That was when like numbers were going down. So it was cool. And then I had a, I had a Guinness at this outdoor in this outdoor patio of this Irish pub that I like a lot. And, um, that's what I miss. I miss like beers like that, that you need to be at a bar for. The there are lights I could have in my basement. It's great. Right you know, cheap American beers, but I like a real, like, you know, I want like a Guinness or a Stellan draft. You got to be at a pub, but no, I've, I I look at it this way. We're all grounded together. I think the big problem is to go back to the whole, what's happening in the second wave is that the government just didn't fucking do its shit. They should have done is saying, Hey, we're going on a fucking real serious lockdown. Like for real, for real, we're going to do delivery, grocery delivery services the delivery drivers you're gonna in fucking jackpot for you guys okay everyone fill out this shit everyone's staying in in all offices shut down all shut down most shit you know and hey small business owners we're paying you. We're gonna take what your average was the previous 12 months or then or you can just you can figure it out. We're gonna do what we can to help you guys survive. We're gonna freeze all bills all electric bills, gas bills, your mortgages, your rents those are frozen. Banks, you're eventually going to get that money, but right now you're not. So you're not going to be making money, but guess what? Fuck you, banks. Fuck you. Cause you make all the money. You could take a timeout. I don't understand how some businesses aren't allowed to take timeouts for making money. That's what fucking kills me about that shit. There's always some smart ass bootlicking fuckhead who's like, well, that's how billionaires become billionaires, right? Push that cost onto the fucking customer. Hear that all the time. You can't raise taxes because they'll just push the money onto us. Well, then I won't buy their shit, and some other company will come around. It works that way, too. This fucking just ass-licking, and, and I mean in a negative way because I know ass-licking is popular now. People like to lick butt. I mean this in the negative way of ass-licking, the, the kind where it's like you're licking a gross butt that someone's making you. Not like in a rapey way. Don't be fucking weird about it. But you know what I mean? I'm trying to like... Everyone's so sensitive that you can't even make fun of stuff without people being like, what do you mean by that? You know, like I used to be like, God, that burger sucked dick. And it's like, what's wrong with sucking dick? Well, nothing's wrong with it. I have a dick that I like to get sucked, but you know, it's just an expression. It doesn't mean it's not trying to put down people who suck dick. I'm saying the burger is sucking dick and the burger shouldn't suck dick. It's a burger. It should taste delicious in your mouth. It shouldn't be putting its burger meat around penises. That's what I mean. So now I have to like invent new things to say to make fun of people with. Yeah. I don't know if we had a real fucking leadership, that's what it would have been on. And then, and, and it would have been over sooner. It would have been over sooner all this, but instead we do this fake half measures. You know, I had a breaking bad reference earlier when I went to the breaking bad house, took a picture in front of it. One of the best parts of the show breaking bad is when the one older bald dude, whose name I forget. Fuck. What was his name? He was one of the hitmen he talked about half measures. He used to be a cop and he said, you know, I, I did a half measure and with the domestic violence thing and the guy ended up killing the woman. And after that, I said, no more half measures. I love that. That's like something you should take away to, to your life. Don't half-ass shit. America, we half-ass shit because we don't have a government for the people by the people. We really don't. We have a government that Placates to corporations and lobbyists and all these institutions and not to its actual citizens. So we don't do what's best. And everything's a game. It's about keeping score. Well, if we admit to this, then that side wins. And if we admit to that, then the other side wins. So there's no, there's no give or take. That's why it's dysfunctional. That's why, you know, things, that's why change is so slow and, pr- and progress is so slow. I used to think change was slow because it takes forever to get people on board. Cause one side is terrible at articulating its message, but no, for the most part it's slow because it's designed to be slow. That's the design. It going slow is the way they intended it. Really believe that shit. All right. I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. Everybody. I'll be back with a guest soon. Um, there's a big holiday this week and some stuff going on personally. So I'm not sure if it's going to be this week, but it'll be soon, I got a whole nice slew of guests that I've got on the line, um, that I've been talking to that want to do the podcast. They're excited to do it. I'm excited to have them on. If you want to support the podcast, um, I would really appreciate that. Patreon.com slash Joe Kilgallen. Check out the YouTube. I'm close to 10,000 subscribers, which is a goal of mine. I want to, I'm, I'm asking, help me get to 10,000 subscribers. Tell your friends unsubscribe, subscribe again. Maybe that helps the algorithm. Do some fun stuff with that. My Back is killing me. I'm going to go do a shot of whiskey. You guys stay safe out there. Wear those masks and um, be healthy and be good to each other. I love you guys. Cheers.